You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I am your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us once again on the program. But before we start the program, you know what we got to do. We got to go out and we got to hit us up on all those social media places that you like to hang out on. On the Twitter, we are at TNWPod. On the Instagram, every week, that's where we release a lot of our episodes on the Instagram, Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. On Facebook, Talking Wrestling. And uh, if you want to send us a Gmail, uh, send it to talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Also, uh, what am I forgetting about? Oh, we're on Spotify. So give us a follow and a like on Spotify if you don't have iTunes available. And of course, if you're on iTunes, uh, rate, review, subscribe. And uh, remember, if you send us a five star review and a favorable, no, five star rating and a favorable review, uh, we will send you a postcard of a 1980s, early 80s uh, wrestler, uh, and he will come in the mail to you. Um, I just sent out Rowdy Roddy Piper this week. Um, I believe uh, uh, a friend who sent uh, a friend of the show who sent in a nice review uh, from Nevada. Uh, he uh, he requested Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. Uh, yeah, or- Orton Jr. We didn't have him, but we still had Roddy Piper, so we sent out Roddy Piper. Hope you'll be happy with that, um, folks. Uh, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. I got a great guest today. I got one of Canada's funniest uh, female entertainers. Uh, she uh, is currently touring with Yuck Yucks, I believe. Was yep. that fair to say? And Some. and uh, and I thought she would be great to book on the show because due to the popularity of Becky Lynch, I thought, do I know any Irish women? And I do. I know Fiona O'Brien, who's my comedian friend, and she's on the show today. Thanks yes. for joining us. Another aggressive Irish woman. Yeah. That's what you needed. Are they all aggressive? Yeah. Usually. <laughs> the fires. They're like balls of fire or Wait. something. Or fury. Well, or that's because we've all been locked up in convents and had nuns annoying us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up Catholic, too. I never had nuns annoying us. But uh, I, did, I did get... Uh, Sent to a nun in grade three to go over my ooh, ee, ooh. We had to, I had speech problems. Oh. So I had to do a lot of like pronouncing, I guess, multiple vowels together okay. that make certain sounds. Like this is a, like moose would be moose. And then, and then this, I just remember doing a lot of ooh, ee with Sister Mary Fitzpatrick, who had a ruler nearby in case <laughs> you fucked up, you know? <laughs> so, yes. you know, and, uh, I, I always thought uh, a nun would make a great female wrestler. Well, sometimes when I do the show, I dress up as a nun. Yeah. Sometimes I'll come out and I'll be a nun. Like for Halloween, I was Jean, Sister Jean. So I was Jean Simmons as a nun. Well, that's actually fantastic. That, I that, think so. Yeah, yeah. Sister Jean. That's... Uh, <laughs> I, I I was like I was like uh, not a lot of famous nuns maybe Gidget and uh, Maria well, the Flying Nun the Sound of Music oh yeah Maria the Sound of Music and uh, 
and the nuns that uh, rob banks in one of those movies. What was the movie where the nuns rob banks? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, God. Was it Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg? Sister Act, that's <laughs> it. Rita Miller took the money. I remember it now. Rita, that's totally ghost. I'm getting all my Whoopi Goldberg movies mixed up. <laughs> yeah. But we can talk about Whoopi on this show because her last name is Goldberg. And there is a wrestler called Goldberg. Yes. As long as the conversation comes back to wrestling. Okay. Now, uh, now Fiona, um, yes. you watch wrestling? I watch wrestling. I've been watching it for years. Yes. So in Ireland, in the early 80s, I have, I have older brothers and I have a twin brother. And Saturday morning, you would get up with the one television in the house and we'd watch our Saturday morning cartoons and then straight into WWF. And we had nothing like this in Ireland. So yeah. you're looking at big, tanned, muscly men, shiny, fabulous, you know? Yeah. We were thrilled with it. I've been looking at nuns the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so we would watch the wrestling. It was the time of, you know, um, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. And I just, we fell in love with it. And I have 48 first cousins. We all watched the wrestling. That's we the all best. loved it. And then I kind of didn't watch it for a while, and then I moved here, and now my boyfriend's a huge wrestling fan, yeah. wears all the wrestling t-shirts, yeah. subscribes to your podcast, That's listen, great. loves you. Thank you. Yeah, and um, and so I'm back watching it, and now my kids watch it, and we're really into it. We love it. Yeah, I don't know, like, if you're a parent and you have kids, I don't know why you don't let them watch wrestling. Mm. Uh, I think it's so good. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's not as violent. Well, if you want to go watch indie wrestling, they can get violent out there. But you know, like the WWE, you're not going to get a lot of violence in the WWE. They're very uh, family friendly now. Yeah. And it's not like the Attitude Era of Stone Cold Steve Austin where, you know, he's constantly drinking beer and, yeah. and, uh, and there's panties and bra and panties matches. Like... It's it's actually insulting now to the women to be like, would you want to go out and do a bra and panties match? Like, why can't we just go out and do a real match? Because yeah. we're that good. Well, the women are great wrestlers. Yeah, this will probably be the first year where the women should and could main event WrestleMania. Yes. And hopefully that'll be... Now, a lot of people just wanted Becky versus Ronda. Mm -hmm. But I think they're going to have a three-way and they're going to work Charlotte into that angle as well. And I think, you know, the the three-way makes it even a better match because more options on what finish you want to have. And not only that, uh, it just brings more star power to the match and to the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your boyfriend's favorite wrestlers? Oh, my God. He loves all of them. He's actually loving the Velveteen. The Velveteen dream. The dream. He, he thinks he's got so much potential, he really is enjoying him at the moment. Yeah. And thinking he's going to be the next big thing. I will, I, you know, there are a lot of guys that I think are going to be the next big thing. Velveteen Dream is fantastic, and I love him because, um, number one, who doesn't love Prince? <laughs> yeah. And that's clearly who he is. And number two, um, he was on the show Tough Enough where he had to compete for a spot or a chance to work with the WWE. So and it's, a, it's like a WWE reality show. And he was the only guy that, like, there was one other guy that made it, the guy that won it, but um, he was just an idiot, and he uh, criticized a match at one of the pay-per-views, like on Twitter, mm -hmm. and everybody was like, whoa, whoa, you're not even on the main roster, you're not even, you won a contest to get into NXT, like, shut the fuck up, bud. Okay. Anyways, he was cut very wow. quickly. 
because of his stupidity. So, um, so anyways, Velveteen Dream, Patrick Clark was his name. He was 18 at the time on the show, and he's the only one to make it through the show out of the guys. Now, out of the girls, Mandy Rose yeah. uh, was uh, came from that show, and so did, um, uh, what's her name? Um, she's always with Mandy Rose. She's like the UFC fighter. Uh, Sonia Deville. Sonia, okay. Uh, she also came from Tough Enough, and uh, and then there was another girl who's in NXT right now, and I cannot remember her name. I'm blanking on her name. Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, oh damn it! I'm blank. She dates Zack Ryder, so that's all okay. you need to know. She'll be a wrestler later on. She's coming up. She's on the yeah. episode. Chelsea Green. That's her name. Okay. So there we go. Uh, and, and he loves Becky Lynch, obviously. Yeah. And I, and I think that's part of the attraction he has for me because I have like, Becky Lynch has a very Dublin accent. Yeah. You know, and, and I have a very, obviously we're both, well, she's born in Limerick, but she grew up in Dublin. Yeah. But she has a real North Side Dublin accent. Yeah. Like I love when I hear and she's talking to um, whoever's in the ring with her. She's like, I'm going to slap the head off you. Yeah. You know, and, all, and she's real North Dublin and talks like this. You know, and he loves that. She has like when I remember her first shirt before the man. Um, she had she was the, the last kicker. The la- So he has me in his phone as the last kicker. That's great. Well, I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as flexible as she is, but you know it works. Yeah. Well, you know, you only have to reach your leg up to it, a gas. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you know, and I can talk aggressively in bed, so we're winning. <laughs> yeah, that works out. And, uh, and and I wear fishnets. So I'm a lot like uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, so sure. We have our own wrestling matches. <laughs> yeah. it, this one is filled with bedlam. And, uh, you know, you can imagine. Uh, feel free to imagine, folks. Um, now, uh, what, have you ever seen Wrestling Live? I haven't. He, oh, I was supposed to go. He's been to WrestleMania and he's been to a few of the live shows. He likes the house shows and things. Yeah. Uh, and we were supposed to go this year and I was away doing comedy so we didn't go but we'll probably go next year but he thinks I'm the coolest girlfriend in the world because we were sitting watching Monday Night Raw and I got a phone call from Ryan Denis another great comic that we know his friends of mine out of Kingston and he's been on the show before and he's been on the show yeah and Ryan and myself are great friends and we have the Irish connection and uh, the phone rings and my boyfriend sitting beside me we're watching Raw and he says uh, hey Fiona, how are you? We're talking, and he's like, um, "I'm touring with Mick Foley at the moment. Uh, he'd like to talk to you." So the boyfriend's beside me, and he hears me go, "Hello, Mick Foley," <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps up off the couch, and he's like, "No way, no way!" And he ran up the stairs, <laughs> like he couldn't handle this. Yeah, and Mick or Fo- he ran up the stairs to jump on another phone. Yeah, yeah like we still have landlines. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. he's on the other phone, like yeah, listening listen. in. <laughs> Like the eighties, yeah, yeah. And Mick Foley's like, "Hey, Fiona, I'm here with Ryan." You know, he was doing that. He was touring around doing a storytelling for yeah. um the what was it? The anniversary for Hell in the Cell. Yes. And so he came on, talking away to me, and he said, um, "I'm going to be doing. I'm in St. Catharines in Showtime." And I said, "I know." I said, "I'm bringing my boyfriend to see, you and I, I want to catch up with Ryan." And he said, oh, "I was wondering if you'd be interested in coming on stage with me, and we could do a little sketch." And this is Mick Foley yeah. just having a chat with me on a Monday night on the phone. 
And so we went to, he had a story about in his book, he had written in one of his, he was reading his autobiography on a flight and he does this so he can remember his stories for when he's going to talk that evening. Yeah. And he was on a flight and there was an Irish woman sitting beside him. And she is looking at him and looking at the front of his book, which is his picture, and looking at him, looking at his book, looking at him. And she said, do you mind me asking, are you reading a book about yourself? And he said, yes, I am. And she said, why would you be reading a book about yourself that you wrote? (laughs) And he said, because it's so fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) So he tells me this on the phone. He's like, will you get up on stage and act it out with me? And I was like, yeah, of course I will. And so we went down to Showtime in St. Catharines, caught up with Ryan, uh, met Mick, and he signed all the memorabilia that my boyfriend brought along. (laughs) How much memorabilia did he bring? he brought... Because usually... (laughs) <laughs> it's twenty dollars an item, so I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how much oh. would he have spent. I want to know. Well, he signed some DVDs and he signed some T-shirts, and somebody had brought him merchandise to the show, mm. new bobbleheads. Yeah, and he gave us a bobblehead and signed. He gave us loads of stuff. Yeah, and photos. Yeah, because usually generous. you charge for. I mean, so and you know that he loves Christmas. Yes. He said, um. Are your kids, do they still believe in, in Santa and Christmas? And I said, yeah. And he said, I want their names. I'm going to send them all a magical Christmas letter. That's, How cool is that? That's fantastic. He's, I mean, so lovely. Oh, well, I was in, um, okay, so he was, around that time, we were, he, we were, we thought we might have him on the show. So we're sort of chasing him. A lot of this show is chasing wrestlers, trying yeah. to get them on the show. And we come very close to, like, actually co- almost confirmations that they're going to be on the show. Oh. And then at the last minute, they're not on the show. And it's just, this has happened with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And, oh. and uh, you know, and, and so Mick Foley, I actually, like, drove up from Toronto to Ottawa to go see him at a signing mm-hmm. just to basically, it was my last chance to get at him and just to ask him if he'd be interested in doing the show. And I was like, look, we don't have to talk about wrestling. I was like, I would just like to talk about Christmas. Yeah. I was like, I, we could talk about, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay. Uh, what are the best Christmas movies of all time? Um, you know, I was like, could Santa be Krampus in a cage match? You know, like th- yeah. these are things that are Christmas related that I thought Mick would like. And, uh, you know, and, and just gave him the card and ju- you just hope for the best and you hope to hear from him. But while I was up there, um, there was a little girl and she was with like her brothers and uh, a group of them. There was like six guys and the little girl. And Mick just is enthralled with girls that like wrestling. Yeah. He, you know, he's really, he loves that girls like wrestling. So this little girl comes and she's like, oh my God, oh my, and she was like so excited to meet him. She's, he goes, you're, how old are you? She's like, I'm, I'm 10 or 11. And she he's where do you see? She's like, I watch you on the network with my brothers. And you, you, she's like, you're Mick Foley. Aww. And she's like, so excited. Yeah. And he's like, just gleeful. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's like, he's seeing Santa. Yeah. You know, and, uh. So he's like, okay, and they're like, and they only have enough to get one autograph or one picture. So they, so then Mick just like, no, 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 here, and he starts setting Giving her up. More. He yeah. gives her, and he is one picture that is Dude Love, Mick Foley, and Mankind. Yeah. It's three different characters together, and he'll sign each autograph on each one. 
So you get three McFoley autographs, all in character, and he did and he personalized it to her. This is like six he sells these ones for like sixty dollars. Wow. Uh anyway, she's like, McFoley and then all of a sudden it's just like she's so she's like she's sounding her French like McFoley gave me all this merch. He's like hundreds of dollars in merch and he oh. took her address. I like I, he's gonna send them to wrestling. He was saying I'm gonna send you to wrestling. Have you ever seen Wrestling Live? I'm gonna send you and he took her name and he took her address and then and then they left and then he's like, Hold on, where did they go? And then he actually went outside to follow them and they were already down oh. the street. But you could just see like the six boys thought it was so great that, you know, yeah. you know, he, the guy, the kid was probably like, do I have to bring her? Yeah. And it yeah. turns out bringing her was the best thing Absolutely. that could have happened to their little gra- the gang of group of people. And uh, it was on Reddit. Somebody videotaped it and it was on Reddit. Oh. And it was up, up liked because it's just, you know, he's such a good person. And, uh, and and a great personality. So, you know, uh, thumbs up to Mick Foley. I'll yeah, say and that. a great storyteller. He was so generous with his time and so lovely to us. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't need to be. Apparently, Ryan in the car was telling him about a bit that I do on stage. And he said, ringer. And so the bit I do is <clears throat> where my divorce lawyers told me I can't talk about my ex-husband on stage. So I climb off the stage and do the bit in the audience. Yeah. And so he thought this was hilarious. And he was like, to Ryan, no ringer. I want to do it. I want to come up on stage with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, great. And then when um, Ricky the Steamboat was here. Yes. And I met, I saw you at that as well. Like that, you know, my boyfriend's like, I was like, do you want, do you want to meet him? And he's like, what? Okay. Yeah. And got photos and got stuff signed. and It's definitely oh. the perk of this job. And, um... You know, and you know what's funny is comics. I love all the comics that'll be like, "Oh, great, another wrestler taking up more stage time from our comics." I'm like, "Get over yourself." Yeah. I'm like, first of all, these guys are like the majority of the people that are going to their show don't know who you are, exactly, and they're not going to see you. Yeah. So and fuck huge, off. They're huge entertainers, and they are, and most of them are good at storytelling as well. Like. Ricky Steamboat, the show you saw, yeah. that was his second show ever. He was fabulous. Yeah, he was fabulous. Uh, Tito Santana was long and and long and drawn oh, out. Okay. He could have used, like, mm. like I saw, so Rick's first show was in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and Howard pulled him aside like he does with every one of his comics mm-hmm. and tells him what he thinks. <laughs> yeah. So Howard's like, yeah, um... You shouldn't talk about the cars so much. People want to hear wrestling stories. So maybe not talk about your loves, but more or less the love of wrestling. <laughs> and just take all that yeah. car stuff and just get rid of it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like This is like a guy who's putting his passion into the speech yeah. for the first time. And then Howard's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was lighting you. Did you not see the light? Oh uh, you my know, god! He didn't light steamboat. <laughs> Actually, Howard marked out. He uh, he came he came up. He's like, oh, I used to watch you in Toronto. I used to go to Maple Leaf Gardens and absolutely loved you. Yeah. And then he's like, Jay Youngblood and you were the best tag team. And it's just so funny. I'm like, I'm looking at Howard because like, you know, I came up. That's the I grew up in Ottawa and yeah. I came up in that club. And Howard was my my manager and everything. So to hear him, I was like, 
we've never talked about wrestling in our lives. This, I, how am I learning this? He was keeping it from you. Yeah, to, well, probably because he doesn't <laughs> want to talk wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the last thing I need in my office is, is Casey Corbin wrestling. coming up talking wrestling <laughs> until I submit and give him a gig to get out, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Howard is so lovely. But I went into to Ricky before. he. I didn't know it was the second show. Yeah. And I was in the green room talking to him. And my boyfriend's outside. I said, you can't come in the green room because you're not a comic. You're not talent. Yeah. And he's like, fuck's sake, I'm the biggest fan and you're in there with them. And I was in there and I was talking away and and uh, and Ricky was like, you know, tell me how I do after the show. And, I, and I was like, you smell fabulous. What do you, what aftershave do you wear? Because I want to get it for my boyfriend. And he's yeah. like, so he messaged me after the show through Jan Murphy yeah. to tell me what aftershave he was wearing and um, and it's eternity. And it's good. It's Calvin good, Klein. I good. love it. it I, used to wear, I used to wear it in high school. <laughs> And uh, and then when we went after the show, he signed stuff uh, for my boyfriend. And he was so lovely and generous as well. Yeah. He's my favorite episode of the, of this podcast is with Ricky Steamboat. Oh, and, and he said to me, he was like, how did you think I did? And I said, what? Are you like, you're asking me how you did? You're like entertainment business for years. Yeah. I said, well, you look great. He was like, no, but how did I do? I said, I, you tell a great story. It was really entertaining. I loved it. Okay, good. <laughs> He, yeah, like, and he has no idea how good we were. Like, we so we did the podcast because, uh, like, we did well. First of all, we did this, this the Friday night show, and then we went. We'd have to go to Kingston because uh, Jan had the the the, the Chinook uh, the Chinlock. Yeah. I always say Chinook sometimes, and it <laughs> pisses him off. Chinlock wrestling. Um, they had their charity show, so we we're going to Kingston the next day. So I mean uh, that night, but um, we went up to dinner afterwards. And we went to uh, a restaurant I used to work at, so it was very nice. We got calm, we got mm-hmm. you know deals and everything. But he was nice enough to take care of dinner wow. uh, for you know it was uh, basically I think it was maybe I don't know if Ryan was with us, but I definitely know it was Jan and myself were definitely there with Rick with Rick Steamboat, and then um, yeah, and then we went down and he, we we came to Toronto, and it was on the way to Toronto. Um, that we did the podcast, we just did it in the car. Great, and it was so convenient. So, because he's just sitting in the front seat, turned around, and I'm in the back seat, and I'm asking him like ridiculous questions. And like, no, I'm trying to be different from other podcasts as well, yeah. but I'm trying to be funny. And he already like had started calling me a hobo because he said I look like a hobo. Okay, well, Jan, well, what happened was Jan saw someone in, on the street in Kingston. And he thought it was me, so he honked and waved. But it turns out it was a homeless dude. Okay. So <laughs> now, mind you, that and so Ricky Stimo thought that was funny, and he thought he so he started calling me hobo the rest of the weekend. So I was like the hobo that was traveling with them. Yes. You know this gray bearded lumberjack wearing you know like so. Anyways, it's an ongoing joke, but I would call him uh, Ricky uh, the Butterfly Steamboat. Because he said he got butterflies before certain matches. Okay. So, and he's like, and then one time <laughs> I told him my bong, uh, I have a bong that's like ceramic and beautiful and it's got dragons breathing fire up the side. And it's like a hundred dollar bong. And I, t- I said, oh, also my bong uh, is named um, Ricky the Dragon Steam Bong. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he goes, so you've reduced me from a dragon to butterflies to now just. A bong. A bong. <laughs> I was like, but his dragon's on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He'd probably love it. <laughs> yeah. So it was like ridiculous. But to get him to tell stories, like one story that he told was um, was all about Chris Jericho. And it's so funny because like kind of getting exclusive here because he was on Jericho's podcast much, much later after ours. And he's telling the same story, but to Chris Jericho. So wow. it was kind of cool. And it was like, wow, he told that story to me. And we got it first. And then again, I'm listening to Chris Jericho this week. He has Diamond Dallas Page on. And there's Diamond Dallas Page telling, uh, telling an entire story that he told on our podcast that was like 20 minutes long. Wow. So I was like, we got DDP before him too. So I was pretty happy to get these stories on our podcast. But if you want to hear them, folks, um, go to Chris Jericho's Talk, <laughs> talk is Jericho and uh, hear, rehear the stories that you heard here on Talking Wrestling. Um <laughs> Yeah, so what uh, are you now? SummerSlam is coming to Toronto. Are there plans to go there? Probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time, even when we see that it's uh, like Waterloo or London or wherever it is, yeah, you know, we're like, will we go? Will we go? (laughs) And then we wait, try and wait till it's in Toronto, yeah, and go then. Um, Have you ever checked out an independent wrestling show? No, no, those are totally different, but they're totally fun, yeah. Um, Always wrestling is always better live. I find. And anytime, um, Toronto right now is like rich with wrestling. There is um, so many great wrestling places in Toronto, like Super Kick, Smash, uh, Destiny. Um, my God, I'm, I'm forgetting. Oh, Greek Town. Uh, Barry, up in Barry, he's got wrestling. Hamilton's got A1. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a great time for wrestling right now. So we are in the, um, I don't know, the Jubilee era of uh of wrestling so very excited um when's the last time you did you watch the royal rumble yes of course and now what did you think of the rumble first of all what did you think of the woman's royal rumble the woman's royal rumble i my because the kids love it and my son loves sasha banks mm-hmm. and um my daughter loves becky lynch and and i love um I, I kind of love all of them. I think they're all so entertaining. Even Nia Jax. Oh, do you know what? I don't know. My my one thing is, I don't know who is doing Ronda Rousey's makeup. It is brutal. Yeah. Every time. She is an amazing woman, has an amazing body. She is so talented. She is so strong. She's fabulous. And then she puts on the most atrocious makeup. What is with her obsession with the black swan? I <laughs> It looks like she's trying to be in the Black Swan. It looks like Stevie Wonder did her makeup. It's terrible. Or the Red Sparrow. The Red Sparrow movie, there's like... Yeah, uh, she'd be better with no makeup. I think so too, but I don't know. Maybe she wants... That's. But I'm like, why... Like her the hair and all the braids. Like how long does that take? And you'd have such a headache with that. Oh my God, that's going to be so tight. (laughs) When I wear a ponytail sometimes, I I get a headache. I know. Because the ponytail's too tight. I know. I can't imagine... She's just, she must just love pain. Or she, or she doesn't feel it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I I loved the rumble. Um, you know, not I'm not thrilled about this horn swoggle fella under the ring. Is that his name? Yes, but that's where he lives. I know. Yeah. But, like, they never announced that. They? Why does he have to be an Irish feckin' leprechaun? Oh, because, well, that's his character. <laughs> that's, you know. I'm sure he's not too happy about it either. I'd like to see his birth certificate. <laughs> his birth certificate? I, yeah, I don't think he's Irish at all. Oh, we got a Donald Trump here calling yeah. out for the birth certificate. <laughs> I'm pulling a Trump on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right, because Trump's in the Hall of Fame for wrestling. Oh, uh, God, I he's know. A contributor. And uh, it would be funny, like, and, yeah. But Hornswoggle 
it was just so funny that he came out. You can ask Hornswoggle. He's going to be at Jan Murphy's uh, Chinlock chin yep. wrestling show on June 15th. And uh, mm. Hornswoggle is one of the guests, oh. as well as uh, Badass Billy Gunn is going to be one okay. of the guests. Wow. Uh, who's now with AEW. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tommy Dreamer is also one of the guests, obviously. And uh, who else are some of the other guests that are coming so far? Can't remember, but I know there's more guests, and I know okay. this is going to be a great card. And I'm excited for it. But Hornswoggle, it would be a mm. good time to, are you really Irish? Yeah. I'd like to see your birth certificate. Yeah. He's like, he's like, are you, are you just, not even are you really, are you at least Irish? You <laughs> yes. know, just, just not every midget yeah. can just be, think they can be a leprechaun. <laughs> little person. A you little have to say person. little person. I'm sorry. In wrestling, it's always midget wrestling. Is it? Well, it has okay. been forever. Okay. But I don't think they call it little person wrestling. Oh, we have, don't you have to be PC now? No. Are we like called them dwarfs? We, do we? Dwarfs? Dwarf, <laughs> well, dwarfs? It depends. Like, what if a little person is sleepy? Vertically challenged. I don't <laughs> vertically challenged. That sounds like the only time they'd be vertically challenged, I think, is a vertically challenge would be like basketball. Okay. But we used to have a, a little person basketball team yeah. that used to come around high schools and they'd teach about bullying and they'd teach about you know accepting people for who they are. Okay. And basically they would come and they were called the half pints mm-hmm. and they would play your high school basketball team. And it was like four little people. Yeah. And one huge black guy that's like six, six, seven feet tall. Wow. And so basically it's like the little people would just get the ball to the black guy and then you just dunk you it. And do everything. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like undefeated. But I remember uh, they, they came to school to teach about bullying, teach about this. Mm. But, you know, it's, it's uh, but what happened was that one lunch, um, Linda Barker, one of the hottest chicks in the school at the time. She just, she came running into the cafeteria screaming and four midgets were chasing her like it was some old, oh I mean, sorry, well, the, they were acting like midgets at okay, the time. Okay. Four little people came yeah. chasing her yeah. and then I, you know, and like, and everybody was laughing, but, yeah. oh, she wrote a letter to the school newspaper and she oh, was wow. humiliated and like to teach people about bullying and come in and harass and a then girl. bully her. Yeah. Well, it was just a little harassment, you know. But it's just little harassment from the little people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a short story. <laughs> I don't understand uh, why they want to be called little people because to me, little people are Fisher Price. Yes. And they don't have arms or legs. Yeah. Well, they're just a little bobblehead <laughs> on a little Fisher Price thing. And there's a hole in the bottom. But put oh. your finger because you put I them on them. your fingers. My yeah. kids have them. Yeah. We Those, have their bus and everything. They're literally called little people. Yes. Well, how is that not insulting? Yeah. I know. We have their Christmas CD. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have a Christmas CD. They do have a Christmas CD. <laughs> we're going way off wrestling here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We, we're bringing it back to midget wrestling oh, from God. the 60s. You were asking me about um, the Royal Rumble. Yes. yes. Hornswoggle. Uh, Hornswoggle. I, I went off with, about him. Um, I thought it was great. It was very entertaining, as always. Um, the girls were great. I just hate when someone's coming down and they're sub- the timing is wrong. They're not timing it every... Isn't it supposed to be every 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. And no, no, no. 90 seconds. Every 90 seconds. Yeah. And so my daughter was timed. She goes, it's wrong. They're not doing it every 90 seconds. That was longer. That was shorter. That was... And I was like, they're probably backstage just going, get out there. You know? <laughs> get on there. Um, and so it was great. You know, I, I, I love when you're, you're watching some people and then you see some people in the corner and they're just kind of frozen in a position. 
but they're not really doing anything. Yeah. It's like, okay, the camera's not on. Let's just stay like this for a yeah, second. Yeah, let's just rest. Yeah, let's just take a breath and then, and the camera comes on them. So that Scottish girl, Nikki Cross. Yes, I love her. Now, I'm really interested in seeing where she's going because she's not like any of the others. I am sick of all the beauty queens and all the makeup and the hair and yeah. looking all dazzly and fabulous. She is Crazy. a brawler. She's yeah. a fighter. She's going to come and rip someone apart. Yeah. I would nearly, I'd like to see her and Becky Lynch go at it. Well, I'll tell you, one of the best women's matches I've ever seen was I'm maybe like, and like I went to Jeff McHenry. I'm like, look, at, I know you don't really like or not a big fan. And you're not going to go out of your way to watch a woman's wrestling match. Mm-hmm. However, Nikki Cross versus Asuka for the NXT title in a ladder match back when they were both in NXT. Yeah. Was one of the best women's matches, and and just as good as any other men's ladder match as well. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Nikki Cross versus Oscar, you need to go watch it. Yeah. Everyone, just go watch it. It's yeah. that good. I like Oscar too. She's great. She's beautiful. She's oh my fabulous. god! Like the minute she smiles, I'm like, oh. Uh, she she really is beautiful. Yeah. Um and. She was doing. Seamus is doing this Celtic workout thing yeah. on online. How come we have? How come we're taking this long to get to Seamus? I'm going to Seamus, and he follows me. We haven't me even on mentioned Twitter. Finn Balor yet. Did you yet? know that? You Seamus follows you on Twitter. Seamus follows me on Twitter, and <laughs> that means we're best friends. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> and so he was doing something with her yesterday. He was doing taping because he has this like YouTube channel, Celtic Warrior Workouts. Yes, and he was doing one with her. And just she's just smiling in the picture, and she looks so beautiful. She's not coming out doing her whole act. Mm-hmm. She's training, um, and I actually think when the girls are just natural without all the crap on, they're gorgeous. Yeah, they're all really beautiful. Oh yeah, I agree. So yeah, uh, no, but so. she's a fabulous fighter. I I like. She is very good. Yeah, very Nikki entertaining. Cross. Nikki Cross and Oscar. Yeah. And oh, and Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Oscar's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. There's so many women that I love. Uh, I love uh, y- uh, the other little Asian girl, uh, Carrie Sang, or Yari okay. Sang. She's like the pirate princess. Oh, yes, I've seen her. I love, she, yeah. sometimes if she has a belt, she'll have it in the treasure chest. Which yes. Like, <laughs> which I've is, seen it. And her whole thing is like, she's just such a little, she's like a Japanime cartoon come to life. Okay. And <laughs> I absolutely love it. So what else uh, What else did we see in the Rumble that you liked? Um... I'm trying to remember it all now. What I do know is for uh, obviously Becky going to WrestleMania and now she's been suspended and the drama with all of this coming up. But I thought it was great for her to win in the Rumble. It's fabulous. And the crowd love her. Well, they're going to build her very similar to Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think. And um, the suspension only means that she's not going to be able to wrestle, which is great. Because you're gonna say because they're gonna save her. Yeah. But what it does mean is she's just gonna keep showing up and causing trouble, yeah. and it's just gonna piss off Stephanie McMahon more and more and more. And there's gonna be this is the female version. Maybe it might turn out to be the female version of Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold, which was a feud that went almost ten years. Wow. Like um, that they, they just carried back and forth, back and forth, different storylines, and so if this is you know Becky is the hottest property in wrestling right now. And uh, I just hope they don't mess it up. I hope that, I hope it is great. And, um, you know, so it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with her yeah. uh, and how they go forth with it. But, you know, there are also women's tag teams coming out, yeah. which is very exciting. And I think, personally, I think Sasha and Bailey are going to win. 
but you never know. Uh, and who knows? And I think I think before we see, um, I think Nia Jax is going to beat up Dean Ambrose at some point. Okay. <laughs> because Dean Ambrose now is is he's WWE has not renewed his contract. Yeah, I heard. So he's on his way out. He lost last night on Monday Night Raw to um, Jeepers. Who did he lose to on Monday Night Raw? Somebody that he normally wouldn't lose to. Mm-hmm. So he lost, and it was like, oh, my God, we can't believe, you know. Uh, so you're going to see Dean Ambrose losing a lot in the next mm-hmm. month or, is, or well, till April. So that's going to be interesting. But considering that Nia Jax has already started, got physical with him, yeah. I'm wondering where that's going to go. And um, you never know, like, if they don't like Dean, they might try to bury him with a woman, which would, you know, he might Mm -hmm. find that humiliating, even though we're in a a WWE time where the women are just as good as the men. Yeah. Like, I honestly believe that if Charlotte Flair uh, went into 205 Live, she could beat a lot of the wrestlers that are there. Yeah. Because she's in the same weight division, and I think she would be equal because she's ripped, like, and she is so athletic, and I think that's the way it is, and a long time ago, there was a woman by the name of China, who, uh, she should be in the WWE Hall of Fame, but she's not because of politics, we'll say, and, um, so anyway, China wrestled this guy by the name of Jeff Jarrett, who just came back to the WWE just recently, and Jeff Jarrett, it was his last match with the WWE, and he didn't have a contract with Vince at the time. He was working for free or not, or per mm-hmm. match or whatever. And uh, but he had the title, and he was leaving. And they said, okay. And he said, well, if you want this title back, and you want me to lose to China, um, it's going to cost you. And he charged him like two hundred thousand for the match, or one hundred seventy-five thousand for the match. Okay. They said, and Vince was like, okay. So he held him up, and he got the money. And Vince was like, you're never going to work ever again or whatever. But his career ended up great. And he's back in the WWE now. So Mm -hmm. time heals all wounds. But uh, they did it to Jeff Jarrett. They Mm -hmm. made him lose to a woman, even though it's the eighth wonder of the world, China, who could definitely beat guys up. You you believed it uh, because they made her like that. And uh, I think this is the same. And I think... uh, Nia Jax, before the year's through, you're going to see her wrestle at least a couple guys. Maybe. That would be great. I'd love to see it. You know? Now, well, she, her... entered the, she entered the Royal Rumble for the men. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, that's what happened later on the, later Did on the night. Did I see that piece? Well, she beat up. So the last guy to come in the Royal Rumble for the men was, uh, was um, uh, what do you call him? People on the streets say, what's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. What's up? Okay. Uh, Ron, Ron Killings is his and name. And he comes down with the, the girl. What's her name? Yeah, Carmella. Yeah, Carmella. And R-Truth. So R-Truth is the last guy. But uh, Nia Jax came up from behind and threw him into the the, the, the boards or whatever and uh, hurt him. And mm-hmm. she went in and she threw out one guy. But then all the guys just ganged up on her. Okay. And Dolph Ziggler gave her a super kick to the face. Uh, oh. Randy Orton gave her an RKO out of nowhere, and then I must have been getting a drink. I missed that bit. Oh, it was like, it was the best. Like when she came in and started beating up people. Yeah, it was the first time you heard Nia Jax get a cheer. Good in forever because I was at Survivor Series and after she broke Becky's nose and she was at Survivor Series. Yeah, she was getting booed yeah. louder than anyone. Yeah, anyone. 
Um, do you like Ronda Rousey? Yes, her, as I far do. as she, her in the ring, do you yes. like her? Yeah, I do. I I wish she would stop pulling down her shorts. She needs to get a better costume. She needs to get a better wardrobe. Jesus Christ! Do you know what she needs? She reminds me of a seven, like or a twelve-year-old girl at a, pool, a public pool. Yeah, she like that, pulling she's down. Always pulling her shorts, and her makeup is brutal. So she <laughs> and she needs to get like shorts, like PVC shiny black shorts. Yeah, that are tight. Yeah. That she's not going to have to mess with. Just she looks put like them she's on. wearing like nylon ones or she, biker she shorts. She looks like she's wearing her granny's knickers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so she's a fabulous fighter. I love her. I love Becky Lynch. I love the story behind it. I love how aggressive Becky is and giving it socks for the Irish. And I, I'm enjoying all of that. But I actually want Rhonda to beat her. Yeah? Yeah. Now, as an Irish woman and an Irish person, we are always, you know, behind other Irish people. But when they get too high... We like them to come down a peg or two. Yeah. You know, we're, we we begrudge a lot. <laughs> so you're like you're like we were we were really happy DeLorean started making them in Ireland. Yes. And then they were in Back to the Future. Like, okay, that's a little too much. You guys need to fail. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Titanic. You know, we don't like to talk about that too much. Well, either. that's that's the ultimate joke, right? The ultimate <laughs> joke is the the English hired the Irish to build them a boat. Yeah. And I was like, and oh, we did. And we'll, we did. we'll make you, I can't even do an Irish, we'll make you a boat. Like, I can't even do an Irish act. <laughs> we'll make you the greatest boat ever. The Titanic. Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, all in, all in. We'll close the doors yeah, for yeah. you. Just don't hit any ice on the way over, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, have you ever flew into Newfoundland? No. In the spring? No. It's all, it's all icebergs. Oh. You can count like 30 icebergs going down as you fly into St. John. You're like. It was inevitable yeah. that it was going to hit something. <laughs> it's the biggest boat in the world. Yeah. Oh, jeepers. But but I but I want to. Becky is great and she's doing amazing, but she's getting too cocky. Mm-hmm. I want her to rein it in a bit, pull your neck in a bit. Yeah. But I think they're setting her up to that. Well, she's she's even cocky on the Twitter. Oh, I see her. She tweeted at Chris Jericho one time. Yeah. And basically told him his rock band sucks. <laughs> And he's like, we've had over, we have over a million views on, on like three of our songs. Like, yeah. screw you. And she's like, she's like, your music gives me a headache. And I was like, yeah, well, it gives me a headache too because I'm at his concerts and all I'm doing is headbanging for two hours straight. <laughs> yeah, with a ponytail. Yeah, with a ponytail <laughs> tied up. Maybe it's down. Um, that is crazy. But now, it'd be a good fight. I'd, ro- I, but I would like Ronda to beat her, and then they can have a rematch. I just that's what I, that's how I would like it to go. Oh yeah, and that's how. Well, because here's the thing: is like, who do you have? Like, it's all about moments, mm-hmm. creating moments, and um, and you got like, who's gonna have that moment at the end? Because Ronda Rousey's never held up the title at the yeah. end of WrestleMania. Yeah, and Becky Lynch certainly sure hasn't. It's just, it's exciting. It's exciting. Because I don't know what to expect. Like, you know, I go to um, Survivor. I went to Survivor Series last mm-hmm. year down in L.A. And, uh, and you know, I watched Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar. I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Daniel, Daniel Bryan's going to get flown around the ring. But it was way better because he hit Brock in the balls. Mm-hmm. So then he had an advantage. Or even Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Like Finn Balor against Brock this the past Royal Rumble. Brock is so good at making it believable that he's getting beat up yeah. by Finn Balor that we thought Finn Balor actually had a chance. Yeah. And uh, no, he didn't have a chance. So he's tiny, tiny he compared to Brock. He is tiny. He looks great when he's by himself. Yeah, he you does. You know, sometimes I walk around the house and I do him 
uh, just to make Jeff like. Sometimes I like to just make my roommate Jeff McHenry just laugh. Yeah. So I'll come out like just in my underwear, and I have a red leather jacket. Oh and my I'll just, Jesus! So I'll just have the red leather jacket open. Yeah. Just come open, and then I the Finn Balor's music will yeah. play, and I'll come dun, in and I'll do that, and I'll do dun. the arms. <laughs> Oh, it's the only exercise I get a day. Why aren't you doing it for us? Is the arm thing because it's I don't. Can, you're starting to talk in an Irish they, accent. They, I will pick up accents if I'm around a person. I will pick up an accent like that. You're like, starting to talk in I can't. Yeah. Well, two days ago I listened to um, Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yeah. And which is fantastic, and he had Dana Carvey on, and Dana Carvey was doing a great bit where he's like, "I like to do a bit." And now I'm just doing Dana Carvey bits, which doesn't even have anything to do with wrestling, but it's so good. He is Dana Carvey going, Dana Carvey goes, I like to do a bit of my show um, where it's Paul McCartney just talking to John Lennon in his mind, and, and there, or maybe he's talking to John Lennon mm-hmm. somewhere, and John and he's just telling him everything that John Lennon's missed. He's like, everything that he's missed, he's like, well, you know, John. It's not that he's Irish, but he's like, well, you know, John. He's from Liverpool. He's like, he goes, you know, John. He's like... Now then, the things are different. You have your telephone, but it's also TV, and you put it in your pocket. <laughs> well, why, why do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty rubbish to me, you know. And it's just like so. It's just Dana Carvey having conversations to himself as John Lennon and wow. Paul McCartney, and it's so funny. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> but then Conan jumps in, and Conan's doing it, and like it's a podcast, but I can actually see Conan's pompadour going oh, yeah. as he's getting into it. <laughs> So it's ridiculous. I love. If you're looking for another podcast, check out Conan O'Brien's podcast. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, the guest that he has, and uh, I love Conan O'Brien. I must be related to him somewhere down the line. I would think so. We have to be. You have to be. You know? You're O'Brien's. You're yeah. from Ireland. Yeah. Yes. You should just contact him. I will him contact him. I'll just pretend I'm one of his cousins. I'm sure he has loads, like it's myself. True. It's true. Next time, if I know anybody, the next time they're on the show, I'll be like, just ask him. Ask him how many girl cousins he has named Fiona. He's like, I got seven. Yeah, probably. (laughs) A whole clan. Yeah. Um, We're pretty much at the end of the show. This is pretty much... uh, That flew by. It did fly by. It's like, we only do like 45 minutes and... You know, sometimes we go an hour. We don't even mean it. But, you know, it's like, who wants to listen to someone for over an hour? Like... I don't know. I like. I wish I would tell myself that the the person on stage when I'm performing that. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. Who wants to listen to a person more than an hour? Get off stage at an hour. Yes. You know, do not be doing an hour fifteen anymore. You know, but uh, it's like, but that's like a concert. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Where are you going to be coming up? Where are you going to be? Where can we see you uh, oh, performing? I'm trying to. I have a list here. But I'm in Comedy Bar on the 10th of February. Comedy Bar, you just made the list. On Galantine, doing a Galantine's Day gig. Wait, a gal- wait. Galantine's. I thought you said Gollum. I was Gallen. like, that's not nice. No. Uh, okay, so it's a girls. It's a girls Valentine's show. Isn't every Empire Valentine's Day for girls? Or why do they have to make it for girls now? I don't know. I, I thought Valentine's Day was for girls to begin with. Was it? Isn't it? I don't know. Maybe North American girls. I couldn't give a shit about it. <laughs> I don't give a shit about it. Every day is Valentine's Day for me. Do you know why? Because you got the best boyfriend? Because I'm dating a Canadian. That's the very giving. <laughs> they're very giving. I'm, they're much more giving than Irish fellas. Yeah. They all have brewers, too. And they're very, and Canadian guys love to spoon 
in bad. Very. Yeah, mostly it's just very just, loving. It's Canadian. We're trying to keep warm. You're cold. That's yeah. it. We're and cold. And you're all hairy. It's great. I'm not hairy at all. <laughs> anyway, um, I am. That's the one thing I'm not is hairy. <laughs> So anyway, I'm in Comedy Bar on the 10th. 10th. And on the 14th of February, I'm in Belleville doing a Yuck Yucks show well, with Ryan Denis. And that is a, Hall- a Halloween. Like, that is a Halloween one. That's the 14th. <laughs> That's another Valentine's. I'm, I'm spending Valentine's with Ryan Denis. And then where am I after that? Then the Garden Comedy Festival in Pelham. Do I pronounce that properly? I don't know. It Pelham, sounds like out it. towards Niagara, around that Pelham, area. Pelham 163. What is that? Is that a movie? With John Travolta? Uh, and the 1st of March, I'm in Underground. Deanne Smith's headlining and I'm doing the show. Deanne Smith from Netflix. Yes. Yes. Deanne off the telly. You know Deanne Smith off the telly? I do know her. <laughs> I knew her before she was on the telly. Oh, well, very yeah. exciting. I knew her when she was the condo roommate at Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> she had one room, I had the other. And then I'm in Yuck Yucks, Ottawa, the weekend, the 4th to the 6th of April. All right. And I'm going to talk to Howard about wrestling. Yes, now that's something you can always talk to him yes. about. Yeah, he used to be so funny. Oh my god, oh my god, he spent so much time in his office just trying to get gigs. Um, yeah, fantastic, uh, folks. You can catch me uh, this weekend. Uh, uh, I will be in Lively, um, Ontario, on uh, Friday night, and I'll be in Sudbury, which is both they're both Sudbury technically. Sudbury at the Loxington Hotel um, on uh, Saturday night. Um, the week after that, I come back and I'm in Toronto headlining at Absolute Comedy here in Toronto from the, uh, the 13th to through the 17th, I believe. And after that, I'll be in Absolute Comedy in Kingston the weekend after that. And, uh, that'll be enough for now. So, but if you can't come see those shows, uh, go check me out on Spotify. All my CDs are on Spotify now and they're all free. So, uh, go check me out there while you're checking out Talking Wrestling. Uh, folks, um, that is the show. That is the show. Thank you for uh, letting us put a headlock in your ears. And uh, thank you once again for joining us another week here on uh, Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. Have a great one. We'll see you again real soon. Bye now. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.